You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Hey, there's some music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. We're here to help you with your pets. It's some of the best doggone pet people on the planet, like that guy sitting across from me. Hi, I'm Brian Donovan, and the guy across from me, uh, you may know him as the guy who shows up at Civil War reenactments <laughs> dressed as a stormtrooper, but I know him as my buddy Jamie. That's right. He's here making sure everybody has a good time. Brian is a, an animal behaviorist and a dog trainer. Matt Fox. You know, I can't stop coming back here. I just, I love the He's punishment. <laughs> I'm homeless. Yeah, that too. Here there was food today, so it's like food. His wife kicked him out. Get out. And Sam is frantically spinning knobs yeah. trying to keep us from overmodulating. Now that we're like, you know, got our radio voices on, is it different? No, are it's we, good. Are we blowing things up? Yeah, well, I, was, I switched it. We're all good now. Right on. All right, Sam. Thanks, thanks for Sam. Uh, Sam, Sam Nork. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you had one. She's one uh, she's uh, <laughs> she's taking awkward classes in Why don't college. You just go pick at the wall. Yeah, go pick at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we are out and about. Uh, we're recording on a different day and uh, need a little different space to do something a, a little yeah, where different. Where are we? We are at uh, Rosie O'Grady's. It's a, a bar downtown Ferndale, Michigan. And it is, uh, it's, it's a, Ferndale is a, a happening little community. They even have a, a locker for your dog. They, they <laughs> I do. wanted to get to it, that. It, it's, it's in, it's it's in the back. The, they got by the, the dumpster. Right, right. No, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it is. It's in the back, and you put your dog in, and you put like a coin-operated thing. It locks your dog really in this yeah. uh, little locker. You get yeah. a little orange key. No, you don't get an orange key. I think you get a code. Twenty-five cents. <laughs> but it's uh, it's it's like a, a typical. It's probably about uh, four foot tall. Really? I could I couldn't hang out in there for a while. I mean, it's, it's probably about uh, two and a half feet wide. We could put one. Sam in there all day. <laughs> Thirty cents a minute. We could lock her sure. in there. I know. As I asked, I asked uh, our waitress oh Shelby gosh. if if we could put kids in there, <laughs> and she seemed a little appalled at that idea. <laughs> so, I know. Is it air conditioned? It's air conditioned for the summer and heated for the winter. So, really? yeah, if you bring your puppy to the bar, you can lock him in that locker while you're inside, I guess. Really? Lauren, did you see it? Oh, you got to come uh, in. Yeah. There, there, there's, there's an, an app. app where you can watch the dog inside. Oh, the, my God. Is there really? Inside the locker. So how about this? How I'm going to get a dog just so I can do this. <laughs> let's, just, let's put <laughs> Bailey in there. <laughs> 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 we can just watch him during the show. Oh, man. <laughs> It just seems dangerous, but they have it, which is a little redundant for this place because they have why we came here is because there's a pooch porch. Uh, they have a special patio just for dogs and people who come come to the bar with their dogs. They have a whole pooch porch, but uh, weather being sketchy in Michigan today, we figured now nah, we're going to ring the party inside. We don't want to get rained on. Well, Ferndale in general is pretty friendly, pet friendly. Uh, oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most, most of the stores have water dishes out front, so nine mile. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. The water dishes are for the dogs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what did I drink out of I'm earlier? So embarrassed. <laughs> on, that, on that hot day, just pouring over that tight white t-shirt you normally wear. <laughs> yes. That mesh. Oh, <laughs> So yeah, those are those are definitely for the dogs uh, for sure. Okay, all right. You know, so uh, you're talking about uh, um, it's family. Not only is it family friendly today, is is it, it's kids night? Kids, kids, yeah, kids, kids night, night at kids. the bar. Yes. And earlier they had a pinata. All right. And these little uh, it was a they, rainbow. Is these, these girls must have been like five shape. years old, four oh years God. old. <laughs> and I was we were watching them. I said, you know, inevitably, 
someone is going to to you know wind up with that stick and someone's going to three two, two yeah. one someone got hit in the head <laughs> with the stick <laughs> the second he said it all right whack hi nostradamus like, you, how you doing you just <laughs> jinxed some little girl yeah. Yeah. but then they right they, into a concussion yeah it's a little it was a little poo emoji too yeah they were hitting. Oh, rainbow poo emoji yeah. of that yeah. <laughs> all right but yeah. uh yeah so we wanted to hang out with pooches on the pooch porch, but uh, the weather had different ideas. But we're still here to have animal fun and help people with uh, stuff via email and stuff we find on the interweb. And uh, I got one here, Brian, that uh, you can help people out with. Sure. And it's uh, we grab a little thing and say, Dear Animal Talk, and then play a little something like that. Captain, incoming message. And uh, so introducing a new dog. To the old dog. This comes from Bad Wolf. We have a Chihuahua Terrier mix, and it's uh, we've had him for uh, for a year. Uh, a great, well-behaved dog, just wonderful. Doesn't like uh, new people usually. Takes some warming up to do. We had a puppy thrown in our lap because he was homeless and desperate and needed an immediate home. Uh, we have a vet appointment soon for the new dog. We'd like to integrate the new puppy. Um, with our dog, we figured a slow introduction um, would be good, but it's hard because the puppy was literally given to us and we don't have time to just slowly introduce them. Um, I've been reinforcing good behavior with my old dog, Gizmo. Ooh. Gizmo. Gizmo, yes. Um, they When they first met, they sniffed and they were okay. They sniffed some more. And then Gizmo tried to lunge at him. Uh, so Wait, uh, when I the new guy's in his crate, Everything is, is, is fine. My dog's extremely well-behaved. I just don't know what to do when they're out and together. What can I do? Yeah, well, you know, uh, Jamie, dogs have been getting along for a very, very <laughs> long time. <laughs> Since the dawn of dogs? Yeah, and they, they have a language and a protocol. Sure. And, and usually what will happen is a lot of posturing and um, a little bit of aggression. Mm. The, the dog, the established dog, has to kind of stake out his, his territory, right? So right. he's going to show the new guy. Uh, how things work around the house. This is it's absolutely normal. Absolutely normal. Oh. The puppy's going to get out of line, and the older dog is going to put him in his place. You may not like it. It's, it might be there might be some rumbling and grumbling, and growling, maybe yeah. a little bit of nipping, but it's very very rare for it to to uh, to go past that. Hmm. You know. So, um, but let him go. Uh, one of the the operative phrase in one line said he tried to lunge at the puppy. Right. 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 And what will happen is a lot of times the owners will stop the dog from doing that. And then that's a problem unresolved. So it's right. going to happen again. So let him, let him lunge at the puppy. That's like called leash him. aggression, right? And that's yeah. how you foster leash aggression. My, yeah. my dog Zoe is like very least. She's crazy. She's out of her mind. We take her for a walk on the leash and she's like, just sees another dog. She just loses her mind. Yeah. Right. But if she's in the yard and we're out doing yard work, we don't have a fence. And, and there's another dog walking by. She just kind of looks over and goes, oh, yeah, that's another dog. Right. right. It's the tension of the leash and yeah. uh, holding the dog back. So what you need to do is let them figure out their own deal. So right. it, it will be helpful if you put them in uh, an area that's kind of a little bit larger, not a living room or a small enclosed area, but maybe sure. a backyard, maybe a neutral ground at first, uh-huh. you know, somebody else's yard, just to kind of let them get, get, uh, get used to each other. Neutral ground. And then, yeah. and then uh, maybe the backyard, then the house. All and right. then be prepared for the, the, the dog that you've had for a year and a half to follow the puppy everywhere, growling at him, letting him know, right. you know, don't touch my drum set kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching cops, man. Why are you so sweaty? Did I you was watch my cops? drum set? 
<laughs> so that that's that's bound to happen, and it's healthy, it's normal, and it very rarely gets out of hand. So mm. I I love going out, and that's why I I picked this place to come to Rosie O'Grady's today is to come and sit on the patio, even though the weather is not agreeing with us. Um, if I, was, if I was bringing my dog, if I was bringing if I was bringing my dog, right, and she's so leash aggressive, how would you how would you train that out? You know, because I'd like to bring her and hang out on the patio with a puppy, because that's cool. Because it was just us and people, she'd be like awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But you add another dog into the mix, and she loses her little mind. So well, see, um, it, it's kind of touchy because typically, if the dog were to pull or or act up on the leash, you'd give them a leash correction. The exception is if they're going after another dog because they're already upset. Right, right. And then if they're if they're face face with the dog and they're getting corrected, that might actually get even more mm. aggressive. So the the best thing to do is counter conditioning the dog. So they see the dog as a threat or something, right? right so yeah. the, the, he's going to growl. Yeah. Now if you all if you suddenly introduce something really really good, like a little piece of cheese, something you wouldn't normally give them, and associate that dog, you know, the, the intruder with something good, you, you're going to change the context. Of what that uh, what that dog means, so wow. the dog will start associating something really pleasant. For instance, Sam Nork. Oh right, my right. goodness! If oh, I just here we go. If I just <laughs> punched you in the face, you'd probably be really really mad, right? Maybe. So <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but if I punch you in the face and then I gave you a hundred thousand dollars, I would do it. And then I punch you in the face again and gave you a hundred thousand dollars. Part of you would be looking forward to the next, yeah. next punch <laughs> in the face, right? Okay. So that's called that's called counter conditioning, where you you substitute something really good for something that was previously really bad so uh, speaking of uh giving a little treat or a cookie um you're here on the patio right you got the we got the nachos and the cheese mm-hmm. um and and all this people food yeah should we give our dog the people food you know what um your veterinarian will say no people food right right, right? but when you're trying to counter condition the dog it's always good to give them something they don't normally get so sure. something extra special so when i was giving you the example the hundred thousand dollars Dogs, you know, don't have. They don't. You wouldn't pay a dog money, but sure. you by giving them something that they don't normally get or something that's you really extra special. <laughs> I get a hundred thousand dollars. That's yeah, not yeah. special for me. So it's something special that only occurs right. during that interaction. Okay. So it it, it will be. Uh, so you can. There's an exception to every rule. So, right? but then again, a cookie size, just a little, yeah, very just small. a little nibble. Exactly. So right. if, if yeah, you get the nachos over there, you wouldn't give them a whole one. Just maybe a, just a sliver of one, maybe right. the size sure. of your thumbnail or something. So, so well, speaking of restaurants and and food, right? North Korea just opened its first fast food restaurant. Oh my god! Really? It What's is. it called? They did. It's a Jack in the Box. It oh. is. It's a Jack. Is it called oh a Jack in the Box? It's a Jack in the Box. Jack Russell in the Box. Jack Russell Terriers are the Jack. There it is. In said box. So no, I'm, so, oh I'm sorry. God. I just stole your punchline. <laughs> I walked into that, Man. didn't I? <laughs> you saw that coming. Yeah. All right. Saw that coming I'm from the down the street in the on the box. Sorry, Jimmy. All right, smart guy. See what you can do with this one here, dear Animal Talk. All right, this comes from Pucky U J O B U. What? Yeah, what? You know, sometimes you just shouldn't that? read the email yeah. <laughs> addresses. All right, but uh, uh, my 11 year old Labrador is awesome. Uh, I have a question though. When I lay on the ground. <laughs> Same. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, my dog is awesome. Uh, when I lay on the ground, face down, with my hands covering my head, he forces his way under my arms with his snout and starts howling and making all kinds of noises. What is he doing? 
I know he's happy, but what is he thinking at that moment? I I want to know what he's thinking. Is he, he thinking you're he's dead? Like facing down yeah, on the ground. What the, are you the doing? The dog's thinking my owner is stroking out. What are you, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> It's like actually it would be a good rescue dog. He can't call nine one one. He's just figured. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh. he, he's probably a little concerned. Yeah. You know, I would be <laughs> if I witnessed that. Yeah, actually, I just saw. I actually just saw a video of with a dog. Well, the a person was on the ground and they were on their back, but the dog ran up and actually started doing CPR on the on the human. It's a viral. Yeah, the new viral video. It's like a viral video that just came out, right? Yeah. And uh, the dog actually put I, his throat on on the person. His throat on the person's throat to see if they were breathing. It was oh, wild to see. It, stop it! I, you know, I, I read the headline for that. <laughs> what is, what the, dog like? yeah, no, <laughs> the dog doesn't know CPR. Yeah, the dog doesn't know. No, it's cute. It does little tricks. It does little yeah. tricks. But, and yeah, then he yeah. licks the owner's mouth. It's and like, like Harambe. Oh, yeah, that's nasty. <laughs> Harambe. Harambe wasn't trying to save that kid. Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was. He, he was sizing him up for snacks. He's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so Brian, would you put your dog in one of those uh, coinomatic dog watchers outside? Yeah, um, between the uh, you know the video, the, the video feed that you can you can download, and the fact that it's uh, temperature controlled, environmental control. I think that Sam has the audio issues worked out. I think maybe we could get her in there for the second half of the show. Oh yeah, I really want to try it actually. <laughs> She would. She's a game on. She would. She would do it. And you're just small enough. You can yeah, get in there. I can fit in there. It's a pretty good size crate. It really is. So, it, but that's the question, right? It does. People go, "Oh my God, why would you put your dog in there? That's so cruel." What's a good size of a crate for a dog? Yeah, a crate's actually not a not a cruel thing unless you use it for you know to punish the dog. Uh, you know, in, in nature, all canines will find a, a space that's that's as small as they can fit in a den. A den and no bigger, mm. so it's a uh, something that's big enough for them to stand up and turn around in. It's plenty, plenty big. Okay. Um, and uh, they'll they'll feel that it's safe, it's secure. And if you if you use a, a crate, like you would use a um, like a crib or a playpen for a baby. Sure. So when you can't um, you know immediately get to the dog to get to the puppy, you put him in his crate. After a while, they'll learn to really enjoy their crate. It becomes like their little room, their little bed that they can they can sleep in and mm. and. Uh, um, it becomes something that after a while, a lot of people take the doors off the crate as the dog gets older, sure. and the dog will still go in there and, and oh, ride out. By itself, right. And it's yeah. also good for convalescing. So if the dog has to go to the vet, if he's not used to being in a crate, right. he's going to freak out You know, when he comes right. out of anesthesia and he's in a, in a small crate or if yeah. you have to, to kennel the dog. It's mm -hmm. always good to get him used to being in a, in a den because it's mm -hmm. a very natural thing. But if you, if you never have the puppy in a, in a den and he gets older, then, right. of course, he's not going to... He's not going to take to it very well. So, yeah. It's, yeah, it's something big enough for him to stand up and turn around in. So the one they have out here, unless you got like an Irish wolfhound, you know, it, for most dogs, you know, like a German and Shepherd and smaller yeah. size, uh, you know, Labradors, Goldens, Shepherds, and Norks. smaller. Various <laughs> Norks. Um, that's plenty big enough. Though. Yeah, absolutely. That's, uh, so not a, not a cruel thing at yeah. all. No. All right. So we got, some, uh, we got some guests with us today. So Griffin's here and Bailey's here. Do you guys have pets? Do you guys? You're allergic. You want one. What do you? What do you? Uh, it's all right. Do you have any animal stories, Bailey? Did you find anything in the yard a couple weeks ago? We had a snapping turtle in our yard. A snapping turtle. Yeah. <laughs> and um. You know, I, I found one years ago. I was yeah. uh, uh, my daughter and I were on a, a dirt road, 
this huge snapping this turtle. This isn't the skinny dipping story? No. Okay, oh, good. good. Huge <laughs> snapping turtle on <laughs> the road. What? I'm like, what? Right, I'm like, Riley. I, I missed um, it. <laughs> let, me, let me show you this, this snapping turtle. And I went and uh, the snapping turtle actually jumped at me. <laughs> It was now, a jumping snapping huge turtle. Fangs it and I was I was scared to death, but I didn't want to let my daughter know I was scared. I'm like, yeah, see, they can jump, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> now, Daddy's and, gonna go clean his shorts. <laughs> and a uh, a snapping turtle will, at lightning speed, they'll strike at you. They're oh, yeah. very very aggressive. Well, because they have really long necks yeah. too. Is yeah. surprisingly snake like long necks, and they they project out when they. So I, yeah, I put him yeah. on a shovel, and he was biting the shovel. I mean, he's really? very um, very aggressive. Oof, yeah. Huh? Jeez. Yeah. That's scary. So I, I hot glued a serving tray on top of his shell, <laughs> and he serves martinis at my house now. <laughs> well, who won that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're just oh wrong. Oh. Turtles are good. We got Sam on her toes over there. She's trying to keep blasting things at Violent Femmes, ugly, because there was a contest earlier this week, Brian. Uh, did you see it? Did you see the post about the uh, the ugliest dog in America Oh, I contest? saw that. You, it, it's that time of year? You, is it's it? that time of year. They have that crowned. dog is not ugly. I actually, I agree with you. Was that it dog is so cute. Zaza, Zaza. Uh, it's a, a rescued bulldog. Won the ugliest dog. Now, now bulldogs... Uh, have a very particular look about them. Well, it's bull, not yeah, ugly. bulldogs have an unfair no, advantage with ugliest dog kind of very so, large tongue, um, Yeah, just Jaja has some pretty messed up teeth. Uh, your general bulldog look about her. Mm-hmm. One unique feature, she's <laughs> uh, she's got a tongue that will put Gene Simmons to shame. <laughs> and it it hangs out constantly. So she has this 6 to 8 inches of extra tongue. I'm going to try to move this without unplugging everything. Six to eight inches of extra tongue. Oh my god, that's disgusting! Hanging out (laughs) at all times. It's just, and that's just how she is Uh, all the time. Imagine the lint and debris that (laughs) thing picks up. Well, bulldogs, bulldogs are uh, notorious uh, uh, droolers. Yeah, they they drool quite a bit, and they shake a lot too to shake that drool. Their breathing is constantly compromised. They're they're, the smashed in face is called a brachiocephalic uh, structure. And uh, yeah, I mean, on a hot day, you got to be careful with uh, dogs that you know, bulldogs, pugs, even um, hmm. yeah, French bulldogs. But when Jaja starts shaking her head, <laughs> that song <laughs> just starts going. It's like a crack the whip. I don't know if you, if you noticed, but her little toenails are painted pink. Um, oh, that's precious. Very cute. They are very. very it's actually she's actually kind of cute. Yeah. Usually it's one of those like uh, a Chinese crested. Yeah, that's, that's with like the bad jaw and <laughs> looks. <laughs> Hundred-year-old Chinese crescent that yeah looks like a, a zombie monster of, of some sort. That was last year's winner, I think. Yeah, the last couple of years, yeah. one of those one of those took it. So, do you know what the award is? Uh, what the what the prize itself? Yeah, no, a million dollars, uh, fifteen hundred bucks. Oh wow! So the owner gets fifteen hundred bucks. Um, Wait a minute, if I have the world's ugliest dog, I can get fifteen hundred dollars. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Does it have to be an actual dog? Yeah, right. Maybe yeah. Bailey could. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's way too cute. <laughs> so, but she was a rescue. She was part of. Here's a nice part of the story. She spent nine years in a puppy mill, so they were using her as a breeding dog. I don't know. Are they trying to breed long tongues or something? And, and, a, yeah. and a mop. Wow. They were probably using her for a mop. <laughs> 
I don't wow. know, but she spent like nine years in a puppy mill in Missouri, uh, and then she was rescued and brought home and no longer forced to uh, be a puppy mill. So that's, uh, that's a beautiful thing. So uh, she lives in Minnesota now, and uh, so yeah, so Zsa Zsa. So if she wins next year, she gets another 1500 bucks. Yeah, 1500 bucks. My goodness. Wow. Just for being homely. If I had a nickel, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is the thirtieth. It is the thirtieth annual contest, uh, and there, there's a website you can go to it. Just look for the ugliest dog, and you'll see the, all the winners, the all parade the of the parade of ugly puppies gone by. So yeah, that's kind of cool. So uh, dog shows, though, right? So there's different. What do you are you like into dog shows? Do you know? Not into them, but do you uh, know well, about dog shows? When I first started training, I, I trained for uh, obedience competition and, and confirmation. There's confirmation. Mm -hmm. There's obedience, and then there's bench shows, right? Well, con a bench show is a type of confirmation show. Okay. A bench so what, show is what's simply, the difference between the different dog competitions? Yeah, a, a bench show means that the the dogs have to be in their benching area at all times. So they have to be in their paddock or their uh, you know the area where their 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 crate is and their grooming. Um, that, that's really all it is. So, so the, oh. a bench show can contain confirmation and obedience. Confirmation, of course, is a competition to see which dog within the breed conforms best to the standard of perfection for that breed. And don't those morph from year to year uh, over the years? You know, there, there's they they do have different trends yeah. that happen with you know that, you know bigger ears, shorter ears, yeah, pointer yeah, ears. It, that happens. It's it's very political. Yeah, hmm. and. Uh, I mean, a, a good a good uh, program to watch, a good show, uh, movie to watch to get a primer on dog shows is is uh, Best in Show. Best of Show. Best, <laughs> Best in Show is a, is a That's great. Funny. It's actually really accurate too. Yeah, we had Fred Willard on. Were you with us when we had Fred Willard on? Uh, no, I think I was. I yeah. was. Uh, well, so we had Fred Willard during my on hiatus. Show. Yeah, but because uh, he was in that movie doing the the play by play yeah. of the yeah. of the thing, and so we had him on. Plus, he was like judging a dog contest on. The Animal Planet or something. Yeah. But uh, yeah, somebody on Facebook today was like, I'm out of shows to listen to. Send us your podcast and I'll listen to your podcast. You know, pick your best one. <laughs> I'm out of shows. People, <laughs> so they've listened to every show there is. Well, and of I'm of out. their regular I mean, ones. Of their yeah. regular ones. So and they're like, Re recommend yours and I'll listen to it and give you feedback. I'm like, oh, cool. You know. So and they're like, send me your, your favorite one. And that's one of my favorite ones was uh, talking to Fred Willard. He's yeah. like, he's so funny. He's he like, is very funny. Um yeah, and that think, is a great movie. Best I, of show. I don't think I was on that show. On that, uh, yeah. So if people go in the archives if they're curious. There's an interview with Fred Willard. He's still with us, right? Crap, ton of people. Yes. Yeah. Is it my other favorite part of that? Because he was. Uh, do you remember Fern uh, Fernwood tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Because he was on that. Yeah. And they had the bit the the. I love his delivery. Oh, I, he's so dry. He's yeah. He's he's awesome. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're not on the patio at Rosie O'Grady's, but uh, if we were, it looks like it's kind of, kind of steamy out there, actually. And dear animal talk, mail's in. Uh, boss, my <laughs> place. Here we go. So um, it's 108 here today. Lowercase guy sent this. <laughs> Lowercase nice guy. Name. Lowercase <laughs> underscore guy. Yes. <laughs> Where do you hang out on the internet? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Tell us you okay? what you know, Sam. <laughs> Sam just had a seizure. Well, it jigs up, apparently. <laughs> so uh, what do you do to cool off uh, and cool off your pets in the summer? Um, Bo used to love to lay in front of the fan, and he'd lick ice cubes. Uh, they were like popsicles for him. Uh, my bunnies would lay with their frozen water bottles, 
and I'd rub their ears with ice cubes, uh, and they would crunch on ice. Uh, Henry, I don't know who Henry is. Henry doesn't like the fan, but I, I, I do put ice cubes in his water bowl, and he likes those while it's roasting outside. Um, so Henry's the dog. I think so. Okay. I don't know. Making who sure. are the um, other ones? Who's Bo? Yeah, I don't know. They're rabbits and dogs. and So there we go. So it's very, very warm. Um, do you have any tricks to help keep your pets cool? Because they're wearing fur, fur coats. Do we need to be concerned about dogs uh, in, in the heat? Uh, what they need is they, they need open air. So a, a dog in a, an 80-degree car mm -hmm. could die. Uh, but dogs that are used to being in 108-degree weather um, outside will, will usually be fine if they're shade, if, right. they're, if they're able to get out. But... Um, uh, and we talked about the brachiocephalic dogs, the dogs that, you know, the right, uh, right. Uh, bulldogs, pugs, pugs, things like that. Uh, they shouldn't be out in that weather at all, wow. at all. Because like I said, at best, they're compromised all the yeah. time. So, yeah, you see people in the summertime walking their, their English bulldogs. Sure. You've got to be careful with it. Oh, yeah. Very careful. They could, be, they could be in trouble very quickly. So like I said, we're at Rosie Oak Radies in Ferndale, Animal Talk Podcast Detroit. And, and, and Shelby is our server today hooking us up. Shelby, hi. Hi, Shelby. And uh, Shelby's got some dogs. Shelby, uh, thanks for taking care of us. Oh, you're welcome. And tell us about your dogs. What kind of dogs do you have? I have a boxer and a couple beagles. A couple beagles. Yes. All right. So you said your your beagles are a little ill-behaved? Yeah. What do, what do they do? Uh, they bark a lot, and they don't like to listen, but they know they're not supposed to do things such as get in the trash or bark out the window all the time, but they do it anyways. All right. So... Do you need some help getting these uh, these guys to stop their incessant barking? I do. Anything you got would help. Well, first of all, you know there are hundreds of different breeds of dogs, right? Yes. And they're all bred for different purposes. Yes. What do you suppose a beagle is bred for? Probably hunting. They were bred for hunting. Not yeah. only that, though, they were, do you know how they alert the hunter that there's, a, there's an animal that's been treed or cornered? They bark very loud. They bark. Yes. <laughs> they, and, and, and in fact, they were bred for that. They're into the DNA. That's why they have such a horrendous bark. Yeah. And they were, they were bred to, um, you know, some dogs, uh, some gun dogs were bred to, to listen very carefully. So they, they'll flush a bird and the bird will, you know, they, and they have to be very um, regimented, very, uh, they, they really have to, to have a lot of control and they have to listen very closely to commands. Beagles were bred to, you let them go. And they go tree and animal. They, they chase an animal until it goes up the tree, and then they, they bark until the hunter comes and, and dispatches the, the raccoon or whatever. So they're bred to not listen. They were bred, yeah. <laughs> they were bred to <laughs> run away, and you're having trouble with your dog not listening and barking, right? Yeah. That's what he's bred to do. Uh, so uh, I know that doesn't help you a lot. It's not very helpful. But what, you know, for people who are looking to, to get a dog, right. you want to make sure that the dog fits your lifestyle and you understand what that dog was bred for. Right. And, and you mentioned that dogs travel in packs. They're, yeah. they're a pack breed. All dogs are, right? Mm -hmm. How does the boxer respond when the beagles are barking out the window? Uh, she kind of she kind of just woofs at first, and then she knows they're all about to get yelled at, so she uh. stops. <laughs> she kind of. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna slowly back out of this situation. Yeah. One thing yeah. you might want to do. We talked about counter conditioning earlier. Where uh, what what sorts of things do they usually bark at? Uh, people is the main one, like the mailman. Yeah. Uh, They'll sometimes work at a cat, but it's mainly just people or okay. like someone that's right down the street that they can see from. What you uh, might want to do is when the, uh, the mailman comes around, uh, you can use a bell or anything that makes some noise, make a little bit of noise, and then call the dogs in and give them a treat. Okay? Then the dogs will start. They can't bark at the mailman and get the treat at the same time. They're called incompatible behaviors. So if you can train him that the, 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 the mailman means he's going to get a treat, 
what they'll do is they'll just they'll they'll either bark very little, or they'll they'll as soon as they see the mailman they'll come running to you because the treat hopefully is more powerful of a stimulus than barking. Okay. So that's the, you just have to get leverage on them. Okay. So if that doesn't work, use a piece of bologna or maybe a piece of uh, hot dog or cheese or something. Something that's really really special. So the dog will start coming to you. Whenever the mailman comes around, they'll come to you for a treat. You don't always have to give them one, and the, and the more you do this, the less you have to give them a treat. But that counter conditioning, they'll start running away from the mailman rather than towards them to bark at them. It's a it's a little training trick, but it, it works really well. Sounds yeah. like a plan. Because because you, you're, you're you're really you're really going against the nature of the dog. Yeah. So if you're just gonna try to correct them out of it, you're it's it's um it's a little bit mean to do that for a dog that's that's it's so natural for them to do it. Yeah. It's like you know. Trying to teach a fish not to swim. It's like, oh, he swims all day. Can I get him to stop <laughs> swimming around? Um, so it's uh, so try to counter condition with a treat. It's that'll work. And I'll take a thank Labatt's. you, Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> and a labats for Jamie. Wasn't, wasn't kidding. <laughs> all right, Aaron's with us too, though. Aaron DJs. Hey, Aaron. Matt, Matthew Fox and I DJ now and again at, at bars and weddings and uh, occasionally. They, yes. uh, there's a bar called Smalls. We did a, a man cave happy hour from from Smalls. We and, did. Uh, we did. We did. Yes. We did. And uh, Aaron is one of the house DJs there, uh, and uh, he's here hanging out. So thanks for hanging out. Thank you. For, do you. Thanks for having me. Do you have any? Do you have any pets? I actually I have one cat, but I have three others that are staying with me as well. Oh, for a temporary time, and I'm not sure how long. Wow. All right. So, uh, so one cat. How old is your uh, your? How old is he? And uh, what's his name? Yeah his his name is Falcor, and he's 14 years old. His name is Falcor. Yeah. Falcor. Total never ending story there for you. you. Have some Absolutely. Oh, okay. Never ending story. Okay. Fair play. All right. He's so. he's sometimes a friendly dragon, sometimes he's a crotchety old man. Okay. It's just what he does. <laughs> right on, right on. So how long have you how long have you had Falcor? About fourteen years actually. Oh, uh, I've okay. had him since he was a kitten. Um I sort of rescued him. He was I found him in like a field that was behind a place that I was living in at the time oh. and it was uh it had like these old semi trailers behind <laughs> him. Yeah, you know, behind it. And uh he was just I'm getting out of my car one night coming in from work and it's a day kind of like today but about maybe 40 degrees colder right and it's just a rainy just drizzly miserable day outside and i just hear this little mew mew Aww. and there's this little puff ball and i was just like all right the girlfriend Come at the on. time her her uh her daughter named him for me ah. And okay, so Falcor it is. All right, <laughs> so, that story is very similar to how Lauren found me. I think, <laughs> I think it is. So, it's how similar. long have you had these three visitors with you? So, uh, last November uh, there was a bit of tragedy where my dad's house had burnt down. Yes. So I have a roommate, my dad, and his three cats. Okay. And right, so right. they how? were both. They were all kittens, and yeah. they've all been kind of growing up around Falcor. And okay. So, I w well, coming in as a kitten is probably an easier transition if they were coming in as full-grown cats. Right. Right. So I was going to how did that transition go? Yeah, that it, it was a little <laughs> rocky at start, it, but, you know, Falcor's kind of like sta staked out his territory. And, you know, I brought them in kind of gradual. I mean, they were in a room so that they could kind of like smell each other through the door a little bit before sure. they kind of like were all socializing in the house. Right, together. right. Typically, cats don't like other cats. Yeah. yeah. They look at you like, oh, my God, you brought that so, filthy yeah. thing well, home? So we were about <laughs> two of them were like brothers and sisters. Okay. Yeah, they're brother and sister. And then another one was kind of like in another litter. So I think he might have been a cousin. Right. <laughs> sure enough. You know, and they were kind of ferals that my dad had taken in. Yeah. And then 
they were mixing up with Falcor, and yeah, his his feathers were not too. So, but nine months down the road here, everybody's getting along. They're doing okay together. How many litter boxes do you have? I have all right. So I have like a large tub that I use. Okay, that's that's his. That's yours though, right? Yeah, that's mine. (laughs) That's totally mine. Okay. (laughs) Okay. No, there's there's a large tub that I cut a hole out and I put like a roof on top of it. All right. So they you know they feel like they're sheltered and safe. Sure. And then there's another one that I have upstairs in like my back bathroom. Okay. And then that. Is another one that they get to All use. Right. No, because it's like because you normally like the the rule of the rule is to have like one for every cat plus one. So with four cats, you should have five litter boxes. But if you got one ginormous one where they're all comfortable using, yeah, it, they're, they're, that it's works pretty ginormous, too. and most of them just all just go there. That's cool. Right on. And then it's you know there, there's a pecking order and dominance thing that goes on with all of them, of course. Yeah. <laughs> What about are they are uh, do they have claws? Are they oh, they, they all have claws. Yeah, my my one sofa is showing it really well. Right. <laughs> so yeah, my our, we have a cat, and Colleen was convinced that he we would just have to deal with him tearing up the couches and whatever. And I was able to get him to use uh, one of those cardboard scratchers instead of ripping up the furniture because oh, wow. it was almost it was almost time for him to go. I was a little cranky about the couch. How how did you do that, Jamie? Um. There's catnip with catnip, and uh, we put uh, a covering over the couch. Uh, we put like paper. We just took like uh, hat pins, just kind of some big straight pins, and put like newspaper and wax paper around the corners of the couches where he would claw. And so we'd touch it. He didn't like the paper. And then we showed him the other thing and put catnip on it. And he's like, woo, party. So I'm surprised now, you figured that out because you're not the least bit handy. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was talking to Jamie about his. He had to build nice. a deck, and he's like, oh, no. "I don't, you know." He goes, I, no. "I can, I can put boards on the frame." Yeah, but, but you acted like I don't even know how the frame gets there. No, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't I know. But you guy. did it. I know exactly how it gets there. You're like, I call a frame, frame, but I don't know how it connects to the ground. No. <laughs> I call a guy. <laughs> and what did, what did my wife do? She calls a guy, her brother, who comes yeah. over with a truck full of tools and go, "Let's go, buddy!" And I'm like, "Oh crap!" Oh crap! So I built a deck. So you learned what a level is, and I, basically. <laughs> you don't know. So when you walk on the deck, you don't walk sideways or anything. But, uh, yeah, we're good. Just teasing you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure, we are. Uh, I probably should have pre-read this, but uh, let's dive into it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? What could? What could go wrong, really? Dear Animal Talk. What's this? A letter. And this is about a cat problem. It's from JRat55. I want my name to be JRat55 when I grow up. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) All right. (laughs) My daughter uh, rescued a cat about four months ago. Uh, He was about 11 months at the time. Math problems. I hate him. All right. We were told he had been on the streets. He's very friendly, greasy at the door. Uh, Gets along with the dog but that doesn't like him. We really like the cat. The one problem is scratching and biting. He loves to play rough, to say the least. He tries to engage in boxing. I love when cats box. Uh, but the cat, this cat likes to engage in boxing. It'll start tapping you. If you don't participate, uh, it'll turn into scratching and biting. Uh, and then he starts batting. Um, and if you try to walk away, he will attack your legs. Uh, so what can I do about this Biting cats. This is this is part of cat behavior. You you generally have two types of cats. Yeah. The cats that are really friendly mm-hmm. and have no axe to grind, and then you have that cat who's possessed, right? Demonic. 
and we'll surprise you. And if it was big enough, it would probably kill you in your sleep. Sure. <laughs> so, that, no, seriously. Yeah. Water bottles. Water oh, bottles. Yes. Spray bottles. Yeah. Um, put only water in them, Jamie. Oh. Just water. Okay. All right. Because yeah, yeah. I put vodka in it and spray yeah, it in my mouth. Yeah, don't do that. It's oh for the cat. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Not for the cat. Just for me. Because well, it, it makes a hissing sound. Yeah. And it sprays the cat with with a little bit of water. Right. You know, so you can... You can use that when uh, you know when the cat gets out of hand or gets aggressive. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Are you ready for something gross? Sure. Uh, no. Always. Oh yeah. Mm-mm. Hey, look, everybody. Mike's here. Hey, Mike. Hi, Mike. Oh. <laughs> so the lump on the woman's face turned out to have a living parasite in it. Ew. This comes out of Russia. A woman who watched a lump on her uh, appear on her face. And then it moved from one place to another, discovered it was alive. Specifically, the woman had a parasitic worm. Uh, um. The movements she tracked in selfies. You know, it reminds me of a, a, a Tinder date that Mike had one time. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, wasn't a, it was a tick, right? It was Why, a tick. Just, good God, get to the doctor. I uh, would cut that open. So photographs showed a lump get below her eye, uh, near her nose, and then it moved to her eyelid, Ugh. down to her lip. Uh, and the in, the infestation caused some serious swelling. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Why didn't she? How long did this? Why didn't it, she go the to the case, doctor? I know. And, and ultimately, the the case ended up in the New Jersey or the New England Journal of Medicine. Uh, the 32 year old patient she saw did? an ophthalmologist because her eye had swollen shut. And uh, the, what kind of parasite? The testing r- removed the creature. Uh, is called a diphophoria. Something. Like is that? it from Earth? Yeah. <laughs> she had traveled to a rural part of Russia, and she had been the victim of many mosquito bites. Uh, but she made a full recovery once they took it out. Now, oh if you had a God. bump, and it was here, and then it moved to here, yeah. would you wait for it to go someplace else before you saw it? <laughs> no. no, no. I, 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 don't, I don't think I'd wait for the third move, not, fourth move. Before let's I'm see where this doctor. thing goes. I'd be panicking the, the very first. Uh, uh, I'd be out there with an exacto yeah. knife after the first bump. Okay, same. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good God. Uh, kind of gross. That is kind of gross. All Thanks right. for sharing, Jamie. Yeah. Just I figured as our food was coming, that'd be the perfect time to, <laughs> oh, to, catch, to catch that. Um, so Michigan, right? We talked about this. We talked about this last week that Michigan passed uh, a ban on breed bans, right? Woo! So the state yeah. of Michigan, um, was following for dog some owners, other states, yeah. banned breed bans. Uh, apparently, American Airlines, uh, or nope, sorry, strike that, Delta Airlines, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Was that my phone? Beep. I think so. <laughs> Somebody's vibrating. It even vibrates like real. <laughs> I meant to play that for the. Uh, I got that little sound anyway. I was gonna play that for the Bath Buddy people. And I, forgot to, I had all queued up. It even vibrates. Uh, but uh, so Michigan banned breed bands, uh, but apparently Delta Airlines did not get the uh, memo. Really? Uh, so Delta Airlines has banned pit bulls. Wait, what? So yeah, Delta as, this as is support recent? as support as, yeah, just in the last week. So uh, Delta Airlines is banning pit bull type dog pit bull type dogs. Was uh, was there an incident? As service animals, yeah. Hmm. Oh, as service um, animals or as like, service animals? Yeah, no. I mean, oh. I guess if you could stow them in the under compartment. But uh, so the crackdown on motion, emotional support animals um, is prompting outrage from dog lovers. The new rules come into effect July 10th of 2018. And uh, so that's uh, next week, right? It uh, limits flyers to just one support or service animal per Two flight. Weeks. I mean, what do you got? Your like 
10 service ferrets. I mean, what are you doing? I don't, you know. All right, so you have to only, you can only have one service animal per flight. And Pipple owners. Why would you have more than one? Um, yeah, had taken to Twitter to criticize Delta um, and argue that it was a biased, ill informed policy. Delta, um, on the other hand, uh, is defending, saying that uh, there has been an 84% increase in incidents involving service animals since 2016. So things have almost doubled yeah, yeah. since 2016. But they got to draw a line service somewhere. Animals. They're yeah. singling out a breed, though, or a yeah. type of breed. Well, I, I guess because if they get nipped, a, 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 a flight huh. attendant gets nipped by a chihuahua. Right. Or pinched by a pit bull, it's a different outcome. Yeah, it's, so I want to so. meet the person that has a pit bull as a service animal. Yeah. That would be Sam. Yeah, that, that would be me. That would be, be you? Sam. Okay, yes. good. Because <laughs> you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> but weren't, didn't we read a story? Somebody had a like a, an ESA, a emotional support um, peacock. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, all sorts of animals. Mm -hmm. An emotional support llama. <laughs> named Tina. Eat your lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> eat your, oh eat your dinner, Tina. That's funny. <laughs> All right. So, um, <laughs> what do we got, Brian? Uh, well, Griffin wants to uh, address the, the vast animal talk audience. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> oh, no. Say it. All right. Say it. Oh. Okay, so there's a burden and a magician. So And then the magician tr tells you to turn around, and then the bird's gone. Where did the bird go? Ooh, where did the bird go? It flew away? No. <laughs> the magician has it up his sleeve. In his hat. No, I would tell you the magic trick, but someone already chirped about it. <laughs> Sam, it's a bird. Sam, <laughs> Sam, Sam, Sam loves all the jokes. Yeah. Yes. Even oh, the ones she doesn't it, get. Uh, yeah. Yeah, even the ones I don't get. <laughs> Did, you saw the, the viral. Sam, Matt was talking about the viral video um, earlier about uh, the CPR dog. Yeah, right? yeah. Right? So there was another big viral video this week. Um, oh, let me guess. A the, dog was uh, removing the appendix of somebody who <laughs> oh, had yes. an attack. Yep. <laughs> the no. dog giving surgery. <laughs> Nope, nope. It was uh, a trash panda. Did you see the one about the trash panda? No, no. A raccoon? No. I just like calling them trash pandas. <laughs> it's so much worse. What, it's what so did the much raccoon, worse. What did the it's, raccoon do? Uh, so the raccoon it was stranded uh, atop a building in, in downtown St. Paul. It had scaled the exterior wall of a skyscraper, oh and he was like 13, 14 stories up, just cowering um, on a window ledge. That baby. And you can see the poor little raccoon there. Um, and again, we'll baby. probably link the story in the in the, the show descriptions. But he's like 13 <laughs> stories up. They got another picture of him. Where you oh, can and they see can't him. open windows. You can see him on the wall. You oh know, just 13 climbing stories up. up. Climbing Did up, he yeah, get down? Did he die? The they were able to get him down. You know how they got him down? Fire truck. Superhero. They uh they got this cat <laughs> and they put four propellers. They sent up the cat drone. You know what? No, you're lying. I'm going to make one. 
<laughs> I don't think they did. But so they didn't get that him just down. Be the best thing ever. <laughs> Raccoon stuck. What do we do? Call for the cat drone. <laughs> cat drone. Is that like the pet? Can you the cat? The cat drone just staring do at. Do they have like a, a signal for it? Yeah. The cat drone. Cat drone. <laughs> What's up, <Yeah>. the sky? <laughs> was it like it's the cat drone. Cat drone. <laughs> it was like the anniversary of uh, I think Adam West's birth or death or something with Adam West. And uh, oh. Burt Ward, we just had him on the show recently talking about his dog food. But uh, they light the bat signal every year on this date to commemorate Adam West. I love that. And uh, Burt went and he lit it this year. He lit the thing Aww. and talked. So. I like oh, that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But he's got that gentle giant's food for your He's for your so big nice. Dogs. For your big dogs. Yeah. Yeah. He's a fun guest. Burt, Burt Ward, uh, oh, yeah. great sense of humor. Um. Has no animosity about being tied to the uh, Robin character no. for yeah. 50 years. Yeah. You know, a lot of these celebrities. Some people get cranky about yeah. the stereotype they fall into. Yeah. Oh. Don't call me Gilligan. <laughs> <Yeah>. One <laughs> more time. Will we? Danny Most. <laughs> Danny right? Most. Shut up, Wesley. Yeah, Danny yeah Most. he hates that. Oh, yeah. my goodness. He's like, I hope he doesn't job. listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had Danny Most coming after me. He's one of my biggest fears. <laughs> So anyway. Imagine wearing a little sailor hat when you're 92 years old. Right. <laughs> Comic-Con inkster. <laughs> Have you heard of swan upping? What is swan that? Upping? Swan upping. Is it a dance move? Okay, there's right. cow tipping. I think it is. Swan, swan upping? upping. No. Oh. Um, not heard it's this. an annual census of the swans. Upskirting? Yes, that okay. uh, populate the Thames River. So um, it, it stems from, uh, it's a long time tradition. They would go out and, and measure the swans and they would find the fattest ones and they would bring them back and eat them. But <laughs> now it's more scientific and uh, about <laughs> conservation of the swans. And uh, yeah, it was kicked off uh, the, sween, the Queen's Swan Makers. They go out wearing white pants and red shirts and uh, they go up and down the Thames and they, uh, in the area and they, they capture all the swans and the little swanlings. Oh, that's it. What do you call a baby swan? Apparently a swanling. No, it's not. Okay. Um, a baby a swan? Is where a, is it? A swan. Oh, yeah, yeah. There it is. <laughs> is it a swan? It? Is Anybody, it a swan? I guess for a baby swan. <laughs> a baby swan. A swan. Uh, Just a, a signet. A signet? <laughs> a signet? Signet, yeah. C-Y-G-N-E-T. C-Y? Signet. Yeah, signet. Oh. So... The sea silence. I've never heard that. <laughs> oh, yeah. In all the years of doing this show. Well, never... it's, you know, <laughs> British English. They yeah. make up crap. Yeah. They say <laughs> things like aluminium. Yeah. My friend Graham <laughs> says aluminium. You just added an I in there. You're just showing your, your <laughs> the idiocy of the Queen's English. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so they, they go and they... Uh, and they, they get all the, the signets, all the baby swans, and they, they, they mark them. They put the little uh, bands on their legs, and they, uh, it's a scientific and ecology thing now. But they used to bring back the fattest ones and eat them, but uh, you know, I guess people started frowning on that. They, they measured the girth of the swan. Yeah, and so. Okay. What is the... So, Sam, can you... I, I don't have the interweb here. I, I do. So what do you what, what do you want me to click do? Did you lose Google, your Google okay. bad animal joke swans, and you got to do a bad animal. Oh, do swan I get joke. to do it? You is get that, to do is it. that right. that time? It, it's, it's, I think it's that time. Oh. I've had plenty. Um, we've only been on for like forty, almost fifty minutes. That's all right. Oh, that's funny. Give me a second. 
I gotta find a good one. So hold on. So a, a bad animal. I don't know. We got anything Bear? else? I, I just if we were on the patio, we could have harassed people walking there. But it did. It rained again. You don't so. have Swan. That, this we're good. Place we're Rosie O'Grady's in downtown swan. Ferndale, Michigan, and uh, they were kind enough to let us crash their back room and just kind of do this. I was just here having a pint on Monday, and I was like, "Sorry, hey, the bar can, like, can I do my show in your bar? <laughs> can, I, can, can you get the manager?" And, and then she's like, well, "Okay." I said, "She's wonderful. <laughs> I love you. I love you." And then, uh, you know, hey, can we hang out on their patio and harass people that have pets? And she's like, sure, come on down. And furthermore, so, where are my pants? And, and <laughs> but please wear pants next time, sir. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. Picky, picky, Oh, my picky. God. Do you have something? Anything, Sam? Uh, hold on. Oh, my gosh. Well, there is one, but it's mixed in with all these bird ones, so now I have to oh. keep reading to find it. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Do you okay? You can do any kind of joke. Here it comes. Who's bad? Okay. Pressure's on. Oh god. Okay. Can I do one about a a duck instead? It's time for the bad animal joke of the week. Who's bad? I'm bad. I'm bad. Hey, what? Give us a bad animal joke. Oh, okay. What do you call a duck on drugs? A duck. Sam, what do you call a duck on drugs? A quack head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, quack. man, that's, that's a, just as bad as Jamie's joke. Congratulations. <laughs> I thought that wasn't laugh. funny. I love that one. Those like are big that. clown shoes to fill. I got, I got one for you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. I got one for you, Sam. Oh, all right. Go ahead. Hey, so a black swan walks into a pub. The bartender says, hey, this pub is named after you. And the black swan says... This is called Dave. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, black swan. Black swan oh. it is. <laughs> oh, his name is Dave. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna pull the plug on on that for sure. But uh, we appreciate everybody coming. Thanks, guys, for coming and hanging out. Uh, Thanks. Was it everything you hoped for, really? Thanks, Bailey. <laughs> thanks, G-Riff, Mike, Lauren, Aaron. Matt, thanks for being here. My pleasure, Jamie. Always a pleasure to be here. For watching. Always, always. Thanks, Griffin. Next time on Animal Talk, <laughs> we will be seeing dogs, cats. We'll see any animal you'd want to see. We're going around the world, all of us, because we are amazing next time on Animal Talk. There you go. Oh, I wish.